1: Years, the Rally Podcast, Season Two, Episode Twenty Four. Connor,
2: once again, let's talk rallying. <laughs> Absolutely, listen. Favorite time of the week.
1: Yeah, um, another jam-packed show this week where we look back. At, oh, we catch up with Aaron Johnson. He tells us a bit his season so far. Then we also look back at the LMC Rally that was on last weekend. Then we look forward this weekend we have the Ulster Rally. You know, fantastic up there for the final round of the ITRC and also the round of the BRC, so going to be some ding-dong battles there and also we'll catch up with Crawford Henderson who tells us about the Dower rally coming up in the two weeks' time. So uh, what can we say, Connor? I suppose we we'll really start with the ALMC. You know, I thought that Callum and Josh would be driving with the kind of the Ulster the rally in mind and maybe you would know, take it kind of half-handy but <laughs> far from it. <laughs>
2: Far from it is right. Like um, you know, you wouldn't think there was a week between you know the two the the, the two events, and uh, certainly there was no holding back from from either party.
1: No, that's for sure. And like you know, Cork and then to the LMC and then into the Ulster. You know, three weekends in a row. Like it's, it's hard racing and it's fast racing, and like to see and like you know, Desi Henry. We know Desi had some great runs in the past. Um, the, the sitter you know he feels the pace is coming, but last weekend finally showed that. Something's clicked there, that car is looking to start to come together. Good.
2: Listen, it was great to see Desi out last minute entry into the event, and uh, wow, did he set some fantastic times and really did bring the fight to to Josh and Callum.
1: That's for sure, you know. And if you, never, you see at the end of the rally after nine stages, I know there was some mixed up times and there's a stage loss, one thing another. But still, you know, after a rally, the top three covered by five seconds. Like that's phenomenal rally.
2: Oh, listen, absolutely. Let's just trade in tenths of seconds on the stages. And again, another weekend of mixed conditions as well, just to throw, you know, all of that into it.
1: Mm-hmm. And again, Josh says he's not happy with the, the new Hyundai in the wet yet. So if finally gets that sorted, <laughs> watch this face. <piece. laughs> and like, we should give a mention to Gareth McHale. Gareth had a fantastic run there at the weekend. Like, you know, close, and um, you know, with matching some of the guys in some of the stages, and best of the rest there, yeah, he backed off in the last stage, but he's still, I think, less than, or just around right about, the 30 seconds back from Josh, and I think he lost maybe 15, 20 in the last stage, he was kind of that no man's land getting into the last stage.
2: Listen, it was great to see Gareth getting, you know, getting back and being comfortable again. You know, hasn't had, you know, the last few items hasn't gone to plan. And uh, so it was great now that uh, he was back out in the ALMC and, you know, good, strong performance from him.
1: For sure, for sure. And then in the two-wheel drive, Kevin Gallagher and uh, Darren taking the one. And Gary Kearnley, not a million miles away back in the escort, the you know. Gary can throw that car around, the speed and the angles, like going with the photos and the videos. Phenomenal, great to see, you know, Gary McFelps back to his best again. And also, uh, Johnny Pringle back out again as well too. Johnny hasn't been away from the same movie for like a year and a half now, maybe a couple of years now, I'm not just sure. But great to see him back and up there, battling away as well.
2: Ah, uh, look, you know... Th- the fight at the at the sharp end up at the top is is always something to watch but again the modified men put up a huge battle yeah. and again you don't know what way it's going to go sometimes and there yeah. really is some fantastic performances yeah
1: and that, you know right down through the field then as well and the, the rally four guys you know those young fellas coming up through like we are in for another epic you know few years because like there's some amazing talent coming up through the ranks at the moment.
2: Is look, there's some strong performances co- coming along there, and uh, like they're only just getting better,
1: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And talking about one of her sublime talents at the minute, Aaron Johnson, uh, you caught up with him, uh, the weekend, and uh, just he's still up in the season so far. Too.
2: I was it, it was a chance to catch up with Aaron. What do you call it off the back of a fantastic result in Finland just before the, the, the summer break, and not that much of a break, really, because it, it was just you know around a month until uh but um, we have the next round in Greece, but it was a chance just to catch up with Aaron and, you know, see how things are going. Aaron, Rally Finland highlights for, for many of, of the WRC calendar. Uh, third time, I think for you to compete on the event and podium step, like fantastic result for yourself and Taka.
3: Yeah, listen, that's, it's the one that everyone wants to do well on. It's the most prestigious event in the calendar and, I think it's recognised throughout the world uh, in all sports, especially motorsports. So, Finland is the big one and even more so for us with the team being based in New as well. Like, five kilometres from the service park is the main factory HQ. and Of course, Taka has been living there since the, the beginning of his development as a rally driver and has a lot of family and friends in Finland, as do I, you know, having joined the team now into the third year so yeah listen it's a special event and and as i said it's the one that everyone wants to do well on and uh, it's one that we targeted from the beginning of the year to to try and show our speed and and our pace so to come away with a podium on on this classic event uh you know that there hasn't been so many guys from these islands that have
2: achieved it it's uh, it's a special feeling for sure and you know, f- fantastic event, and, and and what do you call it? As you say, it's it's the one everybody wants to win, but an awful lot of extra pressure for yourself and Taka. You know, as you, as you mentioned, it's the home of of the rally team. You have, um, it, it's kind of you know, uh, Taka's second home, as you mentioned as well. So yeah, it's it's a home event for him, really. You have that pressure. You have a Toyota was there as well you know like there's a lot of focus on yourselves. you know how how do you kind of deal with that or, or how do you put it to one side and just compete
3: yeah okay every every event we go to there's pressure and and there's aspirations to perform at at the best level we can and i think for sure maybe there is a little bit more uh, in finland uh because of the type of event that it is but even more so when akio san was there and to be honest, he has proved a bit of a good luck charm for us because uh, we had the podium in Finland, obviously, and we had the podium in Japan last year with his support. So, I think we need to try and convince him to to come to more events. But uh, yeah, listen, every every rally we start, uh, the clock resets at zero, and and you try to do the best job that you can. And for sure, there's there's events that you can pick out at the beginning of the year that you're targeting uh, that suit. The car and and the driver and, and Finland definitely was one of them for us. So, you know, the preparation is the same, and and the work mentality and and ethic is exactly the same for every event. And uh, it's not as if we did any more for Finland or will do less for for other events. So, you know, the way we prepare and and the way we set ourselves up uh, before the rally starts is
2: is very equal to to every rally that we go to, and. What do you call it? A fantastic battle between yourself and 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 Timu uh, for that third spot. Like it really was as as a, you know a fan or a spectator to follow that and watch that live on on WRC plus. It was just a brilliant fight to watch. Like how was it from inside the car?
3: Yeah, listen, I, it was it was quite uh, quite challenging inside the car. I would say. You know, when we had a really strong Friday, like we were fastest on the very first proper stage in in Lauca, stage two uh, by half a second or something when when everybody was still there. Friday was a challenging day for all of the crews because, uh, you know, the majority of the stages were new to everybody. Okay, they had been used in 2014, but essentially it's 10 years ago and and the knowledge and the memory from, from this time for all of the guys would have been next to zero. So, yeah, listen, we had a really strong Friday and we built up this 15, 16-second uh, advantage over Timu. And, unfortunately, on the second stage Saturday morning, we spun. And I think it's fair to say, you know, we were quite lucky as well to stay on the road because uh, the car did go down the ditch for maybe 20 or 30 metres. And, thankfully, we uh, we had enough power and traction to pull back up out of it. But spun and, and stalled and, and dropped these vital uh, seconds and I think we finished the stage then two seconds behind with uh, six more to go on, on Saturday and it was one second to Timu, one second to us and the battle was really close but it started to rain then on, on the final stage on Saturday and you know me and Taka had, had spoke about it and it was a stage that we had did in 2022 last year so the knowledge was there and and we had the information from from the event last year so we knew that it was a stage that we could push on and uh, especially when when the weather changes and the grip levels become more inconsistent it's it's the sort of conditions that you can you can push on and and make a time difference and You know, at the end of the day, these six and a half seconds that we pulled uh, on the last stage on on Saturday was vital. Then moving into Sunday, it doesn't sound like a lot, but, uh, you know, six and a half seconds was a little bit of a buffer and a little bit of breathing space that you didn't have to take the absolute risk then all day on Sunday. And we managed the time gap. I think Timu took two out of us on the first one, so we knew that we just had to up that pace that we were we were on another half percent or percent, and then I think we took two seconds out of him again on on the second uh, stage on Sunday morning. So it it was a good battle. We enjoyed it. You know we were running together on the road, obviously, and the camaraderie was good. And the thing that I love about this sport is you're never actually racing each other. You're only racing the clock, and that's that's all that matters. And it means then that, uh, you know, we can still be the best of friends and we can laugh and joke and, and have the fun together. And to me, that's very special. And we enjoyed the battle with Timu. And to be honest, it could have went either way. Um, Like Portugal last year with Danny, went into the last stage, we were two seconds up or something and and Danny ended up beating us by, you know, points. I don't remember, point 0.4, point 0.3, something like this. So yeah it went our way this time thankfully on uh on a really special event and
2: for everyone there and especially us it, it was nice to achieve it in Finland. and three fastest stage times as well just to add to that you know so a very strong very positive weekend and a, and a good bounce back for you you guys following estonia as you know certainly taka was extremely honest um and self-critical after Estonia, you know, where he, he was talking about he needs to find the pace, needs to find the speed, etc. What work of the team, like the team seems to be extremely su- supportive, you know, what work has the team been doing with yourselves? And and I suppose, what have you, you know, contributed to that with TAC as well to, to help him to get into a better place or a better headspace?
3: Yeah, listen.
2: Uh, I think like you touched on there, Connor, uh, and it's fair to
3: say that Taka is a very honest driver, and and in some cases can be overcritical of himself. And for sure, going to Estonia again, it was it was an event that we had targeted at the beginning of the season to to excel on and, and to show what we can do. And yeah, between one reason and another, it it didn't happen for us. Um, the car the car was good there was no issues there but we didn't have a great test the road was a little bit soft and uh, it was wet so you know chasing a setup on on these type of conditions wasn't ideal and then we went the wrong way going into to Friday uh, and lost the time there and starting then Saturday first or second car on the road it meant that you were obviously cleaning and with the national rally in between the loops it meant that the second run of the stages was also pretty difficult uh, starting so far up in the run order but yeah it's it's part of the sport listen you know you have to reset and and go again and we're always working hard and and trying to to improve uh, not only as a crew but as a team and you know the support that we get from everyone in in Finland and Germany and of course Japan is second to none. Everyone is behind us and we all have the same goal and and the same same dreams. So we're doing everything in our power to to get the maximum out of ourselves and and the car and the team. So I think the turnaround that we made in a very short space of time between Estonia and Finland was. Incredible, and and thanks to everyone in the factories uh, all over the world that that helped us to achieve this. And not only that, but you know, my job as a co-driver is to keep Taka uh, positive and and confident. And the guy has the speed. There's absolutely no question about that. He's an exceptional driver, one of the best in the world. And you know, of course, after a difficult weekend, there is there is some uh, you know feelings of disappointment, but. Uh, you have to pick yourself up and and move on, and uh, he did that exceptionally well in Finland. And hopefully, we can keep this momentum now for the remainder of the season.
2: And. You know, in Finland, you had a, an additional, if not maybe a slightly strange competitor in the sense that Yari Mati and Yuho were, were you know, competing against you. Was it, all, you know, how did you view them? Did you still view it? That's my boss. Or was this just another crew that you were, you know, competing against and swapping stories with at the end of stages, et cetera?
3: Yeah, for sure. You know, me and Taga have a fantastic relationship with Yari Mati and Yuho, obviously, JM being team principal and Yuho and is the driver for our RNC crew gravel crew so yeah it, it was a little bit added pressure I would say nobody really knew where they were going to be maybe they were going to go out with the road position and be fastest or you know maybe they would be fifth sixth and uh, I think not only for Taka but Elvin and Callie also, there was still a little bit of pressure for all the guys to think, hmm, you know, what if what if uh, Yari goes out and sets the time sheets on fire? So, uh, yeah, listen, it was good to have the boys there. And I think they both enjoyed uh, maybe Yari more than Juho because Juho had a job to do also to keep uh, him under control. But, uh, yeah, it was it was good fun. And for sure, when you're meeting in the rue groups or on the road sections when you have plenty of time, to to listen to the stories from the two guys of the previous stage and the slides and the moments that
2: they were having uh,
3: it was very entertaining and uh, it was something that we enjoyed
2: definitely and there had been talk beforehand that Yari was going to try out the various settings from from you know that each of the, the the cars or the drivers had is that something that did happen or was that just a you know a, a bit of a story <laughs>
3: uh well Yari had a one day test like we all do pre event and from that, he went with his own setup, but for sure after the first loop of stages, uh, when we were back in the service, uh, Yari was sitting at uh, the driver's table and hospitality and asking all of the guys about all their setup and, uh, assessing what way he should go next to, to try and improve. But, uh, yeah, like all the drivers, they're always talking about the setup and, uh, all of this so uh, what way he ended up going i'm not sure but uh yeah for sure he tried tried several different uh setups from all the guys
2: i don't know if you've had a chance to see any of the coverage but it certainly was entertaining whenever it came to the stage and interviews with yari Matty, and and they seemed to certainly be having the crack in the car yeah
3: listen when when we get to the end of the stages, uh. One of the first things we do is load up the results and and using EWRC and you scroll down to the comments to see what people are saying and normally it's one or two lines from each of the drivers and Yari Matti's comment was maybe four or five lines so you uh, you always knew from that that uh, you got the full debrief at the end
2: of the stage already. Yeah, brilliant. And what do you got? We're just under a month away now from WRC Greece. Um, do you get much downtime? And also, then what's what's kind of the preparation next for for Greece?
3: Yeah, okay. So this last few years, because of obviously COVID and and the pandemic, there hasn't really been a summer break. And and this year, thankfully, the calendar allows for that now. So we have a few weeks off before Greece, and for sure, we will use it to to rest and uh, recoup and and go again then for the remainder of the season. But we have a few weeks now and uh, okay, Greece will come very soon and a lot of the prep has already started and, and will continue over the next couple of weeks but it's a time now to, to spend at home and, and enjoy the, the little break uh, especially during the summer with the good weather so we will uh, for sure continue to, to work and um, we already have a test in two weeks so uh, it, it, things will already kickstart from there talking about Obviously, the the setups with the car are moving into a totally different type of event compared to Finland, that was super smooth and wide. You're going to Greece, which is known to be extremely rough and uh, and tough and and hot as well. So, you know, there's always work
2: to do, and uh, we will keep pushing. And like you mentioned, the fact that it's hot. So the next two rounds, Greece and Chile, um, you know, I suppose the Rally One cars have that. High temperature within the cockpit, etc. Is there any personal preparation you do or can do to help prepare for the, you know, for the heat of grease and stuff? Like, you know, I I know there's been jokingly pictures before of of um crews sitting in a sauna in their full rally gear, but you know, is is there any prep work you can do to help you know prepare you for that heat, or is it just suck it and see?
3: Yeah, for sure. You know, a lot of the guys are using the saunas with the race suits on and. For sure it will help but i think the biggest thing for an event like greece is to make sure you're extremely well hydrated already uh even before you leave home to start the recce and and use your fluids wisely uh throughout the week but yeah the rally one cars now this year uh compared to where we were 12 18 months ago they have drastically improved with the, the cockpit temperatures and you know, thanks to our team, especially for the job that they've done to to limit the the temperatures inside the car. And now it's, it's more than at an acceptable level compared to where we were at with the previous generation of cars. So for sure, it was an aspect last year uh, in events like Greece and Sardinia. But this year we have taken a massive step
2: forward and uh, it doesn't seem to be an issue anymore. And... What do you call it? More than halfway through the season There's only four rounds left, as we've mentioned, Greece and Chile. Then with the Central European Rally in Japan, Central European Rally, brand new event to everyone. So it's a level playing field, I suppose, for all of the Rally 1 crews going into that. But is there any extra prep or how do you prep for a brand new rally? Is there any local advice you get or, or, you know, where do you start? (laughs) For a new rally,
3: to be honest, Connor, there isn't as much as you can do compared to an event that you have done before. Um, of course, you're lacking a lot of the information, although it seems to be the norm now that the organisers will release, uh, you know, safety videos of the stages at a very controlled speed uh, and they will publish these online in good enough time before the event. So you can study these and, uh, and of course, use the websites uh, like rally maps to to try and find out on the trace if certain parts of the roads have been used in national rallies and things like this before. So it's something that for sure we have to work on. But as regards to the information with the data and previous uh, runs of the stages in WRC Mm -hmm. or rally one cars, the information is, of course, non-existent. So you're lacking this, but of course there is plenty of things that you can do to, to continue to prepare and and be well uh, geared up moving into the rally. But it's it's a new event and there is an element of uncertainty and, and the unknownness of what uh, the stages will be like. And of course the weather going to Europe in uh, October. So it's sort of uh, you can do... Work for sure, but there is an aspect that is certainly unknown, and uh, again, that that adds to the challenge of a new event.
2: And I think uh, Stoney had engine upgrades for the the Toyota's, and then uh, there's obviously Hyundai. I've mentioned that they're going to use some of their homologation jokers in for October for the. The final two rounds like the teams are continuing to evolve the cars like are, are you are you noticing the differences in the upgrade of the engine is there more to come you know I, I know you can't really talk a lot about what's planned but you know what are what areas are the team looking at to, to see where they can improve before the end of the year i would say all of them
3: um you know there's there's always room for improvement and our boys and girls are are very good at this, and they're constantly working and, and striving to do better. And yeah, the the package that we brought to Estonia from from the co driver side was even noticeable because on the first run of shakedown, I had said to Taka, "Wow, that car is fast." Okay, a lot of it had to do with coming from you know Africa and and Kenya, and you were running you know maybe a safer setup that uh, of course took away from some of the traction and and grip that you were feeling and you go then to Estonia again which is like Finland with big wide roads and and massive speeds involved and that also could have had a factor but yeah listen, the new engine that we bought uh, for the second half of the season from my side is a a step forward and for sure I'm looking forward to, to seeing what else the guys and girls can come up with to to keep moving forward and to keep uh, you know building the car that we have to become even faster and faster
2: so Aaron you know looking towards the last four events of the year it's probably fair to say that the year's been quite challenging to date for yourselves and, and you're probably not anywhere near you know the target you'd originally set what, what's the view going into those last four rounds now
3: yeah I would agree with that Connor to be fair and um, if you compare the season we've had this year to 2022, uh, it has been a little bit, uh, let's say, down on what we had expected. But, you know, the speed is there and we have been unlucky in, in a certain number of events. Like Sweden, we were fighting again for a podium, if not the win. And we got caught out on, on a tricky place uh, coming into a junction and Thierry had, had the same issue but he was running a couple of cars in front of us and he was able to use the snowbank uh, on the outside to, to slow the car down and when we arrived at the at the same place the snowbank had gone because Thierry had already already used it and you know, it ended up that we uh read it. And it was sort of then like a, a jump for us and it ended up rolling the car. So, you know, things like this, y- you need the luck of the the green, let's say. And we didn't have it there. And of course, we had the, the technical issue in Portugal, which was another event that we were there, thereabouts, uh, fighting for a podium. So, yeah, listen, it's part of the sport. It's part of rallying. And uh, we can only try to, to build on the experiences that we, we gain even though they they mightn't be the ones that we had been hoping for. But, you know, we have a great support network behind us with everyone in the team and uh, especially me with my own sponsors uh, at home. They've been fantastic in supporting me all the way throughout my career and and even now when uh, we're at the very top of the the sport. So thanks to them and uh, hopefully we can repay all of these guys uh, with the results we can achieve now on the last four events. Brilliant to
1: hear from Aaron. So thanks very much for him to take the time there, and hopefully, as he says himself, looking for a better, stronger into the season. Um, you know, last weekend anyway, we, as we mentioned earlier, the ALMC. Um, one guy competing there was Wally Mavetti. Wally first time out in a Fiesta R five. Um, it was his first ever rally a few years ago as well, too. So that was nice symmetry with that. Um uh, so I got a chance to catch up with Wally to talk uh, LAMC, Fiesta R 5, and then also the work he's doing in the Junior World Rally Championship with uh, Eamon Kelly and Conor Mullen. Uh, Wally's great crack and it's a fascinating story I'm sure you'll agree. So Wally McViddy, um, fresh from the LAMC last weekend, fantastic event.
0: Yes Kevin, it was a brilliant event, um, really enjoyed it from the start to the finish. I think as everyone could tell by the smiles, I'm still smiling.
1: <laughs> yeah, they not only getting the chance to drive with our Fiesta, but they look fantastic stages down there as well.
0: Yeah, super fast, super flowing. Um, I did them many years ago and it was actually my very first rally. It was the Castle Hellfire stages, so um brings back good memories, maybe maybe not such a fast machine back then, but yeah, definitely a good rally. Yeah. Yeah. And the, you
1: know, the home of Rory Galligan, you know, you have the Samba rebuilt again. So nice to be able to bring the Samba down there for the lunch and pay tribute to that great man he was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I say, uh, Castle Hellfire was my first rally down there. It was in the two Oh five challenge and it was Rory that pioneered that here in Ireland. And it was him that got me talked into going down with the two Oh five. And, um, I think that's how it all came together then with the Samba. Um, Over lockdown, we decided we'd get that and pull it all together and tribute Rory in the best possible way we could. Mm. And um, at the weekend then, it was nice, actually. uh, Stage two was to start at um, Rory and Tras' home house just at the gate there. So, yeah, very, uh, very nice rally. And it was nice to be a part of it again, you know, after the break there's been for so many years.
1: For sure, for sure, you know, and like you know, with the, the samba, like an iconic car in the hands of, of, you know, excuse me, off excuse me, <coughs> my apologies, sorry, <laughs> well, right. and the samba, like such an iconic car in the hands of Rory Gallagher, you know, that was the one that got him on on the the the, the road to success as such, and like it's been revitalised this year again. Uh, Johnny
0: McDade, a fellow county man of yourself like what he's doing and the interest that the generating Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant um, Johnny's had a good season uh, I think he had a wee mishap there just in Cork, but Johnny's had a brilliant season and um, he's, I've seen some clips of the of him driving and he's driving it fairly well too now, so <laughs> um, I think I may get my machine out someday and we we'll go and have a bit of a, a race together and have a bit of crack, you know, Um Johnny, as you said, there's a neighbour and it's a neighbor another friend then that's running the car for him. So it would be good camaraderie there to, to to get a weekend away. So maybe, uh-huh. maybe Killarney Astorics. Uh-huh. Yes. Get the two of them together. Uh-huh. I think a, a Samba challenge,
1: you know, <laughs> could, be, could be something that could be done. And like, not only your two yourselves, but Drew Chambers is probably the man in Fermanagh that's. Probably most associated with the samba as well too. And Drew Point and has have been championing the samba for, for years now at the stage.
0: Yeah, and believe it or believe it not, that's my dad's old car. Oh <laughs> so <laughs> that's where the interest of the samba in our household also came from. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's quite a quite ironic to be honest. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's a small world.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you know, at the ALNC last weekend, you got the chance to drive a uh, Fiesta R5. Like, you know, you've been competing against these cars now for a few years. To finally get into one, was it everything you thought, or was it more?
0: Well, to tell you the truth, Kevin, is was very, very lucky. Um, my boss, Darren McKelvey, was good enough to let me use it for the weekend, um, only for, for the help of McKelvey construction. I don't think it would have happened, so... Um, It was really a dream come true. I've always been trying to match them in the Evo 9 there and trying to see how close I can get to them and and to actually be able to to drive one at the weekend. Sort of uh, pieced a lot of puzzles together of how quick these cars really are and how good uh, of geometry and everything else, you know, that they're far more superior to the Mitsubishi, but uh, a lot of fun to drive, definitely.
1: Yeah. And then also having the opportunity to have your good friend John Armstrong on beside you. Like that you not know, that, that what rallying all about? You know, somebody is willing to give you the opportunity to drive the car and then to be able to
0: share that opportunity with one of your good mates. You can't get better than that, can you? Yeah, well, that was, that was the plan. Whenever the opportunity had come along, I said, you know, one thing I want to do is I want to enjoy it. I want to be smiling from ear to ear at the end of every stage. And uh, the main target for the weekend was to have fun and um, Barry McNulty was was originally supposed to pop into the seat but um, with Ulster and everything else so close uh, uh, I was speaking with John on the phone and uh, kind of a bit of chat just and a bit of a joke and he said sure I'll go with you and probably a few days later we thought you know what maybe that could be good fun and (laughs) a bit of crack so that's how that all came around. Uh Excellent, excellent. And no better man for giving you a few tips as well. <laughs> he was absolutely fantastic on the pace notes. Um, mm-hmm. We made our own notes um, on Saturday and went, went over a few of them on Saturday night, you know, whenever we got back to the house. And when we started the rally, we just trailed together. And he never missed a note all weekend. And we never even changed a note all weekend. We just... <laughs> Brilliant.
1: Brilliant. Uh-huh. And the, you know what? What is the Fiesta like to drive? You know, is it you know, is it more than you thought, or is it you know, is it? Or, or, did you come out? You know, you,
0: you come away smiling, but you, did you come away impressed? So impressed, yeah. With the the high speed stability is unbelievable. The way it can brake and go around the corners, it's it's mind blowing. You know, it 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 was that was taking me the longest to sort of get the commitment that. You can actually keep this thing pinned around the corners and Uh not have to worry about any understeer or any bumps. You you might laugh when I say this, but uh, it breaks when you stop. It stops when you break (laughs) and it turns when you turn. Very, very good.
1: Uh, The the only problem is
0: it's going to be hard to
1: go back to the Evo after
0: this again. (laughs) Yeah, well, a few people have said that, but I was trying to, you know, explain that Yes, it was so much fun, but uh, I still think of a step into my Evo or the Samba, I can still have fun, it's just a diff- slightly different type of fun, you yes. know, but driving's driving in my book, and I'm happy, if I'm able to go faster and whatever I'm in and have a bit of crack, I think I get as much enjoyment, but definitely, yes, our fight was special, and Mm-hmm. maybe hopefully I'll maybe get another run in it at some point. For sure,
1: for sure, I, you know as like the saying goes you never see anybody sad in a rally car you know and isn't that the truth Like you know any day in a rally car is a good
0: day. Yep that's it and uh, I definitely believe in that you know no matter what car you're in whether it's a rally one car to a r2 car I'm sure like everybody mm-hmm. has to have the same enjoyment and it's, it really is a, an amazing feeling to be able to come off the stage after having a good run. Um, I know I hadn't drove in a wee while, so to get that feeling back again, it was special.
1: Excellent, excellent. And then, you know, not only uh, you're know you a rally driver, but you've also another string to your bow now. You're helping out in the the Junior uh, World Rally Championship. Last year with John Armstrong, this year you're there along with Eamon and Connor. Um, Like, that's a fantastic opportunity. And is it something that you enjoy?
0: Yeah, definitely. John involved me last year. Uh, him and him and Brian gave me the call up, you know, sort of at the beginning of the season to see what way I'd be fixed to come and give them a, a bit of a pull out. And to tell you the truth, I didn't really know what I was letting myself in for. <laughs> um, so, uh, no, I went out with the gays and we just uh I guess, we, we were all like a little family and it all just gelled together and we grew on that and I realised then that there is a, there is a place for someone like me within the team, like you know William Creighton has Marcus and his family around him, and mm-hmm. um, suppose that's where John thought that he could also benefit from having someone there to, to have his back and do all the odds and ends whenever the pressure's on. So no, it was brilliant um, to get involved in that, and then to get the phone call from Eamon at the beginning of the season. Um, I was very keen to to go back again and see if we can try and pull together some good results together. Yeah, and like, you know, Eamon, you know,
1: in fairness, as his first year and the, you know, he sees this as a two year plan. It has been difficult, but to take the one in on the second round, like I would say even the Eamon never leaves his the
0: dreams would I imagine that? No, I don't think any of us could imagine, <laughs> you know, we're coming together so quickly. But um I think we all learned from that weekend that it's very important to make a plan and stick to the plan. And I think Greece will be a very similar approach, you know, uh, coming up now in a few weeks' time. As It's not all about trying to be the, the fastest on all the splits, it's about trying to be consistent and keeping out of trouble and trying to be in the position to take advantage whenever opportunity arises.
1: Yeah, and like, you know, if what you're able to bring to the party is you, you've, you have a good few years' experience, you know, you're that like, you're kind of wise head. And it's nice to be able
0: to give that, you know, your advice and your understanding to that next generation as well. Yeah, yeah. Although, tell you the truth, Eamon is is very, you know, mature for his age. And for sure, John also. And the guys, you know, you're not having to babysit them. They're very much understand mm-hmm. what they're there to do. And whenever you make the plan, they have no problem executing it. So, um, no, uh, it's just uh, it's good to be there and try and help and advise. But by no means am I there just to tell them what to do because yeah. they definitely have their own their own plan in place. Also,
1: yeah, but it's also good probably to have an, an, an another pair of eyes sometimes as well. That you, you know, it, sometimes you might see something that they're they're missing because they have the the tunnel vision of the event, and they're all kind of you're that wee bit removed that you're able to maybe zone in something different.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, during the event, I would spend a lot of time watching the WRC live of the rally one cars running through and the indeed WRC two cars going through and trying to feed back then the information to the lads in the car from what I can see on the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 between weather rocks, you know, accidents, it's, it, it's all very useful for the guys in the car because obviously they haven't got the opportunity to be sitting watching it. So, and um, we find that works well. And, um, also being on board then to help them with recce and even making their packed lunches and doing a bit of cleaning up everything has to be done so you need somebody there to do it that's for sure you know like it's all those little things that give them the peace of mind that
1: they're just there they have a job to do and they don't have to worry about all that other stuff that they know it's been taken care of
0: yeah and it's my job to try and make it as simple as possible and try and avoid any unnecessary drama along the way yeah
1: Uh and like you know like how the fuck this is it something that you know you get a buzz out of too you you know you see them coming off the stage and that you know the times is good and like you, you
0: know do you feel part of that that you've helped make that happen oh croatia was unbelievable you know the feeling there with the weekend that it was with craig um it was unreal you know the family support Everything just came together, and I know whenever uh, Eamon came off the finish line, there William Creighton had finished the stage a couple of hours before him, and we were all in tears when Eamon came over the over the finish line. You know it was so emotional, and oh, it was it was brilliant just to be a part of that and to to be there with Eamon when he got his first first win on his second event, as you said there. Mm So you know it, it definitely. It's a different feeling to being to driving, but it's it's a, you ultimately do get a, a serious buzz whenever everything's going well and coming together.
1: sure and like you know, you talk about that weekend. Like that weekend, the stars aligned. You know, it was almost as if the man above was looking down. You know, Craig was there with a, a rise smile on his face. I think he would have loved that. The, you know, the drama of that whole weekend with the JWRC.
0: Oh, for sure. I've no doubt. Um, I know for a fact. Last year, whenever John would have been racing Craig in the service park, you know, Craig maybe would have been going out when John was coming in, so the two never actually got to see each other in service, but Craig would have been always making a line over, well, what way's things going now, how, how's the stage wins coming, you know, with Craig and the JWRC, he knows how important the stage wins actually mm-hmm. are, and yeah. Greece, Craig was all over the stage wins now, trying to trying mm-hmm. to keep up to date with the maths of it all as well, so, you know, it's it, 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 it was a serious weekend now
1: that's for sure And you know he's going to be greatly missed in the the rally community both here and across the world you know but like for yourself going forward now greece um you know it's it is a car breaker but it rewards being brave at the same time as well like it's a it's a very hard rally to call it's it's more in the lap of the gods really
0: yeah in the land of the gods (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's one of the most difficult rounds on the calendar for sure and um, I know Eamon's doing his homework there, again William as well, Creighton, he has his homework to do, he has a lot riding on on mm. this weekend like he has to get to the finish to be able to win the championship, so there's huge pressure on all the drivers um, and hopefully some of the other drivers are under the same pressure and maybe we can keep the push on everyone else and see if we can force them into making a few mistakes and keep a steady run and try and hopefully Eamon can pull it together and get a good result at the finish run. That's for sure. Finish the season on a high. Yeah,
1: that's for sure. And, you know, you're seeing from the inside, you know, the the benefits of the MI Rally Academy, you know, isn't that fantastic, you know, we have, you know, the two guys in the JWRC, Josh in the Rally 2 Challenge, and then, you know, the likes of, you know, Patrick O'Brien or, you know, Aoife Raft, you know, all these people getting such an opportunity. This is.
0: It's the envy of the world and, and we're getting the benefit of it. Oh, for sure. Um, for definite, the world is watching what the MA Academy are achieving at the moment. Um, Josh is in a really good place there as well at the minute. And, you know, the, his experience is starting to shine through now on the pace is building on every event. And in fact, I would say every every stage stage's pace is building faster and faster and he's closing the gap to the front runners. <laughs> That's
1: for sure. Well, well mate, no doubt, we'll speak again soon. Um, I think the Samba story we will have to maybe delve into it a wee bit deeper at some point in the, in the near future. Um, maybe get yourself and Johnny on, and we'll have a bit more of a detailed conversation about
0: that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Any time. Um, I know uh, it's great to be part of that, bringing that back to life again. And I think everyone should be should be reminded of where Rory came from and that he was the very first Billy Coleman winner and. Um, mm-hmm. Brilliant to keep his memory alive. So thanks very much Sir to Oli. Um, now, as part of
1: our Ulster Rally preview, um, Conor got a chance to uh, speak with Adrian from o and Michael Gibney, both from M-Sport. Adrian is without a doubt a star already and, and uh, we will be seeing him on the world stage. <laughs> no doubt in my mind this guy could be a future world champion. And then Michael Gibney is also, he uh, works for M-Sport. He is, uh, looks after sales in Ireland and the UK. So it's a very important event now for import this weekend. But here,
2: we'll let two guys, it's beautiful. So Adrian, first time to compete in Ireland and on the Ulster Rally. Um, you had your pre-event test yesterday. How did the test go for you?
4: Well, we were quite happy with our test yesterday. Uh, it was on the dry conditions. Uh, the road was quite technical with some jumps, crests, etc. So.
2: Quite typical of the
4: high-wish tarmac, I would say, and uh, we had yeah no issue with the car, it was okay. We which we hope for a good result on this one.
2: And, you know, from a point of view of a comparison, would, would the closest be the Jim Clark rally to the, the type of stages that you're going to face?
4: Well, I think the Jim Clark rally was quite representative, but uh, here there is a, li- a little bit more corners, it's a bit more narrow. And, uh, and the result, for sure, more crests, more bumps, more bumpy roads. Uh, so it will be interesting. But for sure, it's, if I have to compare rallies, the Jim Clark is the closest one. Yeah.
2: And focus for the weekend. Is it purely the British um, Rally Championship points? Um, I Obviously, the event is also a round of the Irish Tarmac Championship. Will you get involved in that fight at all for the overall victory? Yeah, for sure, we
4: want to score the maximum points for the BRC. So that's the main goal. Uh but if we can fight for for the victory, the global victory, for sure we we will try it. But for sure we will keep in mind that we we need a lot of points for the BSC because we're gonna miss two events uh, in the BRC after. So so we have to be careful with that.
2: You had the uh, pre-event test yesterday for the Ulster um, up in Sperrin Mountains.
5: How yep. did the test go for you? Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. Uh, it's quite difficult to find a road that's really representative of of the whole rally, since, as you're probably aware, it's it's a lot of lanes that we're using this weekend. I think it's only the first stage on the Friday that's really a, a mountainous kind of nature. But no, we we found something that was as close as possible to the nature of that, and I think uh, engineers are happy, driver and co-driver are happy, teams happy. So I think uh, I think it was a pretty positive afternoon.
2: And when you come to somewhere new for yourselves um you know w- what's the baseline where 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 do you start you know to try and figure out what settings you need
5: well we've uh, adrian's done a few tarmac rallies this year we've also done a little bit of development testing uh, in down near cork earlier this year we we did two days down there so we've a reasonable baseline to start from uh, engineers and driver and co-driver will have a rough idea of uh, of what they're they're looking for uh, in terms of setup of the car and what they're trying to learn from from the test so usually we're pretty thoroughly planned before before we come here we've got a good base setup and an idea of what we're going to do uh, on our run in
2: and, and you know, are there any comparable, you know, tarmac roads, countries, you know, similar to this? Like, well, you know, we, we've seen in the past works teams have come across and, and the setups that they, they came with, you know, haven't really worked on Irish roads. So, you know, do you have somewhere that, that you are comparing it to or is it just what you learn on the day?
5: Um, Yeah, it's, it's a combination of the development stuff we did earlier this year. And I think we were looking at Croatia as a starting point as well, because Eastern Europe is quite bumpy. Uh, Ireland is quite—it's fairly unique. Um, there's a reason why we make a specific Irish tarmac damper <laughs> rather than uh, than an Eastern European damper. But uh, but no, we, we we had a rough idea, I think, of where we needed to be based on the the running we've done here in in previous years with this car, with the previous generation of R5. There's a lot of, um, you know, sort of wealth of knowledge that we've accumulated over the years, which gives us a rough idea of where we where we should be going or where we should be starting from.
2: And look, yesterday, perfectly dry conditions, which is not yeah. which is not what's predicted for the weekend. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. what what's the thoughts going into that where, you know, we're, we're looking at maybe heavy rains overnight on Friday?
5: Yeah, I'm glad that you were in the stage taking photos and videos and you didn't see me doing my little rain dance in the service area. Uh, it would have been nice. Yeah, it would have been nice to have got a bit of uh, a bit of wet running in or to have had a bit of a uh, bit of shiny black top to try and use to get a bit more of the feeling for that kind of road um but then i think everybody's going to be in the same boat i understand that a lot of the other the other front runners in the british and the irish championships were testing i think in monaghan earlier this week or possibly even the same time as as we were testing i think we're in the same boat and of course guys that have been rallying over here for a while will, will probably have a better idea of what to expect but, but Adrian and Alex, they've got a rough idea what they're doing in a rally car as well, I hope. So uh, I think I think we'll be OK. It's just, yeah, it, it, it's always nice to test in as, as close to the, the conditions you expect to be rallying as possible. But, yeah, we, we made the best of it.
2: And look, there's a lot of local knowledge here and a lot of good contacts M Sport would have from customers, you know. So, I mean, do you lean into that as well?
5: Uh, yeah, where, where possible. Certainly in terms of uh in terms of trying to understand what the stages are going to do, because I know that uh, from what I from what I understand, the first stage hasn't been used for a long time. The second stage I think was used last in the circuit of Ireland. Uh and then 2019 2021 well sorry the ones that ran uh, of the Ulster rally then the the saturday stages have been used on so yeah we we've, we've been trying to gather a little bit of information where we can um we've used um uh, actually maybe surprisingly we've we've used um some of the uh some of killian duffy's videos to try and get an idea of what the the stages actually look like since as you're aware we're not allowed to go and drive around um so so yeah we've we've tried to prepare as much as we can and part of that is yeah um a little bit of collaboration with uh, with customers to to understand what the stages are going to be like. Um, obviously, uh, the focus is on
2: the British Rally Championship this weekend, but, you know, it's also around the Irish Tarmac Championship. We have some of the top drivers in Ireland competing on this event. So, you know, is, is Adrian unleashed as such, or or what's the idea about an overall victory, or is it priority BRC points?
5: Uh, I'd, I'd be lying if I we were looking at the, the overall. Sure, we want to make sure that whatever happens, we take away maximum points in the British Championship because that was what we aim to do at the start of the year with that Championship. But it's going to give a better impression, I think, of our car um, and ourselves if if we can win the rally outright. So, Adrian's a smart guy; but they both are. They're, they'll drive their own rally, but uh, they want to take uh, they want to take the overall victory if that's uh, if that's possible.
2: Okay, and. You know, the the reason for entering the BRC and also the work that's going on in, in WRC 2 with Adrian, it's all around development of the Fiesta. Where where is that development at? And, and you know, what what's still to come?
5: Yeah, as uh, as you rightly say, um, this year has been about, uh, especially in the BRC, about understanding how the car works and demonstrating to customers what what the car is capable of doing on the the sort of relevant events that uh, that our customers are competing on. Um, I don't think it's enough to just focus on trying to win WRC two rallies. Uh, not not if you're a customer department, you need to show that the car will work uh, down a bumpy lane in Ireland just as well as uh, as it does on a fast stage in Finland. Um, but we're quite happy, uh, Adrian and Alex. Uh, they've done a fantastic job, I think, this year in, in, in this championship. Uh, focused on it completely professionally, um, and yeah, um, we'll see uh, how this weekend goes. But we're quite happy with where we are in terms of the, the upgrades we brought since Finland last year. Uh, and going forward, we do have a, a, a upgrade package which we should be looking to bring to market early next year. That's that's depending on homologation uh, in the next uh, next month or so.
1: So uh, I call it with Kevin O'Driscoll to get his thoughts, and he breaks down sort of the permutations of the the Championship and who we see as the runners and riders ahead of the weekend. So, as always, Kevin's a very interesting listen. Kevin O'Driscoll, we're on the final round of the the Tournament Championship this year. We keep saying how fascinating this Championship has been. It's going to be a cliffhanger now at the weekend in the the Australia.
6: Yeah, I think it'll be... uh, i like like say a tactical game um, game of cat and mouse, but I don't know if any like it's like last year's one where Josh had to finish fourth. There's an extra driver in the mix this year, obviously, when three drivers come into the title. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, like Callum is really in the driving seat, he just needs to finish fifth or higher, I believe. And you know, the other two guys have to win the rally, but it's a tougher Ulster this year. I think obviously it's a longer Ulster this year, so mm-hmm. I think it's going to be. Um, I know, I know, I know it's in Callum's backyard to an extent as well, but. <clears throat> the, That'll have to be playing in the back of his mind. The championship course you know, will be one in a here if, if yeah. any mistakes are made. So, you know, um, and of course, with the entry list that's there, there's obviously some TROA registered guys that are not in the running for the championship, but are well capable of knocking points off other guys, and that's that could make it very, very interesting. You know, there could be a lot of permutations as well outside of that.
1: Yeah, like the likes of Johnny Greer, Desi Henry, Catherine McCourt, they're all registered for points, and like if they get if they start yeah. getting into the mix, it could we could be. We may have
6: to take off the Soaks and Shoes to start figuring out the point system. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because all these guys, they'll be, you know, <clears throat> first and foremost, they'll want to win the rally. They're not there after a championship, so they're going to win, want to win. And, you know, I mean, all the guys you mentioned there are all guys that's probably deserve to win a rally. You know, as I yeah. said, we've had this discussion several times, you know, the yeah. likes of Johnny, the likes of, the likes of Cahan, the likes of Desi. You know, Desi had a huge pace last weekend in the yeah. LMC, like, so... Long overture will win, I believe. You know. mm-hmm. And I think he seems to be quite comfortable in that situation so far. So, you know, he's really... So he seems there. to have in the, the last league. couple of events yeah, <clears throat> was,
1: yeah. Yeah, he was
6: always quick in the score. The Fiesta was never really good for him. But uh, mm-hmm. I think, you know, Citroën is a good car. And I think if they can get the best out of it, definitely he'll be he'll be up there, I think. You know, I think in And conditions, of course, on Friday will be tricky as well. I believe there's a lot of rain forecast for Friday. So yeah. it looks like it'll be very, very wet on first day. So... Yeah, you know, and that that, very, very that
1: could, you know, count against uh, Josh Josh Fields, that's the new Hyundai, mm-hmm. he seems to have a good dry set up and he, he seems to less comfortable in the wet, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he, he, has, he although,
6: works with that one. Yeah, yeah, I suppose he is, but he is getting more to grips with the car, I suppose, like anything, it's not going to happen overnight, I mean, yeah. you know, what it might be so, Hyundai It's obviously a very different car, um, but he's definitely, his pace has improved. Again, as you said, it's probably, the dry weather is probably the resorted, but the wet weather could be throw a spanner in the works next, mm-hmm. the next day. But at the same time, Saturdays, Fridays, four stages, like as I said, the weather is promised extremely wet. So it'll be, it'll be a lottery for everyone. I say really, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, it might just be a case of just getting through it and then having a cut on Saturday, which is probably a better weather anyway. Yeah. Just not, not be out of the, not be out of the reckoning too early.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
6: it's, a, it's, a, it's that fine line be pu- between pushing and pushing too hard again. Like it's it can, it's millimetres can make a difference. Oh, it is, yeah, exactly. Look, we've seen it before. Remember when Josh won the title, was it, back in 18, when Johnny Greer and Daisy went off with a few yards of each other on the Ulster yeah. mm-hmm. on a very, very wet day as well in Castle. so mm-hmm. it's just, it's it's like that. I mean, you know, the roads are very fast and very unforgiving, and obviously as well at this time of the year as well, there's going to be a lot of I suppose we say agricultural activity going on, so it's going to probably going to play a little bit as well, and you know the, break, the breaking in a few places as well could be tricky. But yeah, I think look, I I think these are these are top level drivers. I think I think they'll all get you onto Saturday. I mean, okay, it'll be a bit hairy. I think on on Friday, but I think the real the real rallying will be on Saturday. There really like six more stages that day, so um, it'll be just interesting to see how how it goes, and what way they shake out for Saturday and then. I think all hell will break loose at that stage and everyone's going to have to go for it, whoever needs to go for it.
1: For sure, for sure. And then, you know, never mind, we're not, you haven't even mentioned the elephant in the room. Like Adrian Fermo coming over with the M Sport Fiesta. Like, are the is the guys going
6: to <laughs> be, you know, wound up trying to give him a race? Well, going back to what we said earlier, like to Johnny and Dizzy uh, and Can, no championship really, so they're going to. They're going to be fast anyway. They, they have nothing to lose. They can take him on. I think uh, Adrian's it's the first real challenge. I think with all due respect to the, what he's faced up to now, mm-hmm. and I think he key keep going in the early rounds. I think this will be this will be a strong assess as he's going to have faced this year. Um, mm-hmm. So again, the championship is probably wrapped up for him. I'm not actually sure, but if it is, and it's going to be a race, then it'll be just very interesting to see where the pace of he where his pace is with better our guys or what lessons he could teach our guys I suppose for one better way of putting it it'll be, mm-hmm. it'll be a bit of fascination of that too you know obviously he's not going to be slow he'll be very very quick it's what the local guys can put up put up yeah. to him it'll be the interesting thing and what kind of race he's going to get you know mm-hmm. we've seen it oh. before with a BRC champion in Keith Cronin and Elvin Evans back in mm-hmm. in 2016 I mean Elvin was in a different class that weekend I mean sure. Keith wouldn't be, probably Nearly won the title on that weekend with his result there, but mm-hmm. but Elvin was on a different pace that weekend. I remember just you know yeah. it was a different class, and Adrian could be in the same boat, but again, as I said, now it'll be it'll be interesting. when I don't think uh, he get, I don't think he'll get it too lightly. Anyway, he'll have to work for it. No, for sure.
1: And the Callum seems to be of the mindset this year. Like you know, he wants to go out and won events, but maybe discretion be the better part of valor this weekend. You know, like as you say, you know. There's
6: no point it's throwing a, a year's hard work away and over something silly this weekend. Yeah, that's true. And I suppose with the extra, with the extra points not offer, I mean, he kind of... He'd be hoping holes in most other years, obviously with the change of rules the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense to have the last... I mean, the Ulster side, the third or fourth time the Ulster has been the last hole of the Championship, so it's probably... Um, it's probably a who going in that sense as well. Um, yeah, he's had a good year. I mean, he's four wins out of the last four rallies, so he's gone well. It's a, probably a very much the past start has been very much what Josh did last year if you remember Josh playing mm-hmm. chunks of time out of every of the first stage. obviously it's a very old technique by Bertie Fisher and Andrew Nesbitt back in the day as well but the opposition in the first couple of stages yeah he's kind of on home territory so you know you think that yeah he. I think he'll be there there there's a fine line definitely but 99% will do he doesn't need to go to 100% and it might be enough to win the rally anyway if it's not he'll be damn close to it and definitely he'll have a championship yeah and
1: like you know i suppose for he might be at slight disadvantages Marion and josh will have done those stages or some of those stages last year you know i think the saturday Saturday is very similar to last year so like that has to be you know a disadvantage for him and advantage with other guys as well and johnny greer in the same boat as well
6: yeah um yeah like we discussed this before before we came on here there but like there's very few drivers with any great form on this event. Marion obviously won the rally last year, so he's probably the one. He's the one I think actually probably the only previous winner of the event on the on the uh, mm-hmm. on the list. And um, Callum's best results have been a couple of third places, so he's never really been close to winning the rally. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Josh couldn't challenge properly last year because of you know obviously championship <sighs> championship worries and stuff like that. But you know he did what he had to do. with Probably the least enjoyable rally he's ever had to compete in, but he's. um he he got fourth place, but Johnny Graham actually is the one with the with Barry is the one with the best record on Ulster, mm-hmm. and of course it's is Johnny's neck of the woods as well. So the only thing is, I think the confidence has been shaken a little bit since clarity. so you know, um, it just hasn't been quite as fast to the latter half of the year. Now he's building it up again, mm-hmm. um, yeah, as I said. Desi is the one i think does could be the dark horse if he stays going i think for sure
1: the dark horse and, the, and, and um, court there come back there in the down rally and a fantastic performance in the down rally i know it's a different level but like he had a few weeks out of the car but to come back and do what he done down i think captain's not going to be far away now come friday afternoon as well
6: no i know he's kept, certainly capable of being surprise he's actually out in um if he had a forward, actually, to see it. case he'll be introduced, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like, of course, it's not a car he's unfamiliar with. He's had it before, and, you know, so, uh, again, you can't rule him out. I mean, he's not, again, he's not a million miles from home, so, you yeah. know, again, it all depends on the kind of start to get and how brave you're willing to be on the Friday, you know. Um, if you can take any kind of a lead into the, into the second day at all, you know, the, the margins are fine with these drivers that any 10 or 15-second lead will, you know, you, you, you can you'll be in a position to manage that lead you know mm-hmm. I think and Patton's another one of those guys who's capable of doing that so yeah it'll be interesting I do think it does actually add a bit of extra I suppose spice to the whole thing the fact that there are guys there that have that, that can take points but they don't want points all they want is to win Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but still they they could have a say in where the championship goes you know um, like I still think you know ultimately with Barrage and bar from while, I think it'll be the top three guys in court though and dizzy, I think Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I think they'll be the guys that'll be you know with all due respect to and Johnny and uh, and Robert Barber, but I just think that's where that's where the fight will will lie. I'm well, happy to be wrong on all of yeah. course. Mm-hmm.
1: But you know like, this is the fa- fascinating thing you know we keep saying this about Irish rallying like there is a top ten top fifteen starting there who at the very least expect in a podium. You know like that just that's yeah. the, you know the strength and depth of this championship is just as glorious it really is.
6: It is, and we've been lucky the last couple of years, I suppose, that, you know, championship have been done and dusted a few times by the last round or second last round. Obviously, the extra points in the last round helps, but also the fact as well that top guys tend to support the rounds pretty much, you know, Mm -hmm. right up to Donegal at least, and it gives everyone a chance to kind of shake themselves out a little but, but it has been that obviously since the very start of the year with Marion and, and Josh and Callum winning they've been the three that have been in form you know and yeah. obviously other guys have dipped in and out occasionally like Rob Barrow was fairly close two few times Johnny had a couple of good results you know Daisy's capable of pulling something off the whole time but yeah. it's just those three guys have been very very consistent and obviously coming over in, very in, in Sligo wasn't it and, mm-hmm. and Callum and uh, Josh getting seat time in the national rounds it, it all makes a huge difference I think it's just they're pushing each other basically to, yeah. to yeah. and, and, and they you know, so. T-
1: us, the spectators, are getting the benefit of that as
6: you know, it a joint of white as it unfolds. Absolutely. And I, I suppose, even just to go down to this, a little bit, I mean, if you look at James Ford, like a very good result in court last mm-hmm. year, you know, uh, he's another guy in the top team. James Mitchell was third overall last year. Mm-hmm. I also, I know, again, it might not be the strongest entry, but Jason will. I expect Jason will go well there. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Lockman is been really, going really well in the in the fiesta again, another man that, capable of a top five strong, mm-hmm. type, yeah, absolutely. So, and of course, you've you know, you've your former former time champion Darren Gas, mm-hmm. you know, you've uh, you know, Andrew Purcell, Joe McGonigal, mm-hmm. uh, Stuart Bigger, they're all quick drivers, you know, there's all mm-hmm. guys there that you know, some are, are nearer home than others, but they're all they're all capable of getting a very, very strong result. You know, mm-hmm. anyone makes and, mistakes, uh, there's guys uh, that just didn't. Yeah, and then there's you and Thorburn
1: coming over from Scotland and Gary Pearson as well. You know, there are two guys there yeah. in polos as well who won't be far away. Like you uh, and Thorburn started, they come very good there in down Rally a few weeks ago. He started off quite soon yeah. by the end of the day, the times were well in the mix. Exactly.
6: Mm-hmm. And again, like at the stages, to be mostly the same idea. So you know, again, yeah. that Down Rally will be a huge um, will be a huge help in terms of even getting experience off the roads and what to expect. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, so absolutely, uh, you know, is it there's. There's enough, I think, even in comparison to the last two or three years, maybe since well, nineteen. I think it was you know Craig won Valley, that was a, that was a very good entry that year, but this is the best one since then, and you know, it, is, it is an interesting one. There's a good lineup of twenty plus or five cars in the top yeah. twenty there, so you know, and few outside it as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's, it's it's a decent entry to be fair. Yeah,
1: because like, you know, as you said, there, you know, sometimes by the end of the year things start to drift off, but that you know, in fairness to you know the entries have
6: kept strong, maybe not the same quantity, but the quality has been very strong. Yeah, and again, it's probably down in to, to in championship terms. In fact, so many registered as a started here, and again, it's a local rally for some of these guys. As I said, like my Lockwood, Darren, Gas, you know, Jason Mitchell. These guys are going to come out and do their own local rally anyway. So it's it's going to um, yeah, they will all add into the mix. And I think it's it's good because the guys that don't get out as often, <clears throat> like those guys for whatever reason. They'll see what our pace is at and what they need to do if they are willing to come back next year and have a right cut at it, you know. You know. Sure. So, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting and hopefully the, the championship will, will maintain. I mean, I definitely think it's it's taken another step forward this year from last year, which was a good year, but I think this year will be better again. Mm-hmm. And if it can get, you know, go to another level next year, get more, get more guys back out and rallying again, you know, it's definitely, uh, it seems to be an attractive, uh, attractive championship at the moment.
1: That's for sure. That's for sure. You know, and you know, like we fought long and hard, you know, to get the right hand drive R fives, and like you know, from the you've got the likes of Gary Jennings, Gareth McHale, Tim Mcnulty has stepped into the, the championship. You know, it's nice to see guys. And Ryan Lochran's another man there, right hand drive R five. You know, it's it's you
6: know, any every little helps, I suppose. It does, and the other thing I like as well is the fact that the whole field is now. Merge into one as well for results yeah. as well. Yeah. so you can see when somebody in the mark two or, or a, a, a Darian or whatever like Kevin Gallagher, mm-hmm. you know they're they're there. You can see where they're lying, and it's it's it makes it a lot easier for like me to write about stuff when everybody's included on the same list. Mm-hmm. And and I think you're you're seeing. You're seeing who the really good modified guys are as well, as well as, you know, obviously the, the guy like Ryan there now who's, you know, mm-hmm. been a Revelation since he moved over to the R5 cars, you know, he's really, but he was quick anyway. He was always yeah. a quick driver. He just proved he can quick as a four-wheel drive as, as much as a two-wheel drive. And I think he'll get quicker as he gets more time in that car. Of
7: course, of course. And,
1: the, the, you know, probably, we probably should talk a wee bit about the history of Zylstra Rally. You know, it started in 1976. Curly was one of the first runners. Right. But it has been, you know, it's been one of those rounds because it's been a round of the British Championship.
6: Maybe I always didn't see Irish winners, but there was always some fascinating battles over the years there. Eh? There has been, yeah. I suppose it was also notable because it was one of his first big victory for Bertie Fisher as well back in yeah. nineteen eighty-two. So, you know that mm-hmm. was that was a yeah <clears throat> yeah that was a huge win for him. I know it took a couple of years to win the next valley, but mm-hmm. it was that was a real breakthrough event for him. And of course he would get Walter Orde. And in 1984, of course, you know, as a world champion coming over in there, right. in the mm-hmm. in the quad show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not a rally advantage, to should get to him myself until 2016. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's always been highly regarded. Obviously, then, in a couple of years in the late 90s, there was a drift over more to the BRC side in the Formula Two. So it wasn't part of the championship for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But it's always um, it's always been a very fast rally and very, you know, well supported rally. Um I do remember before the or Pfizer brought in as a primary category, I remember Daisy Henry had a really good one as well uh, in the Scoles 2000 back in 2015, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously it was, it was part of the, um, it was part of um, ERC as well, at one stage I believe was it or not? No, or, no, so, circuit, oh, i look yeah. the uh-huh. The entry, yeah, circle, yeah. no, I'm looking at uh, an entry list here of... Um, Robert actually, one of the rare times, Robert Barrow actually would have uh, competed on in you know, Ulster actually uh, before it overall, you would have, it would have a lineup that featured Gas, Darren Gas, Gary Jennings, Daryl Rayard, and Robert Barrow Keith Cronin, and Elvin Evans. You know, like that's that's yeah. serious lineup yeah. there. That's, uh-huh. There's just talent sure. there, you know. Mm-hmm. Sam Moffat there, you know, uh, Johnny Gray, Rushing Price, and they were in, in uh, DS3 R3s, I suppose, in some cases. So that's mm-hmm. when the British Championship was was two wheel drive. Yes. But um, one thing I do like, I do like, and I i'd be I strongly in favor of of it but i think more crossover rounds with the brc and probably would help the brc more than than the, the tarmac mm-hmm. championship yes but i think there's excitement there when you have a, a two or three rounds crossing over and i think it's something that you know i think should be looked at again yeah because i the, the year come to west Cork was fascinating really was, was mm-hmm.
8: mm-hmm.
6: it was and the ulster did it the, like two different times of the year the ulster and the um the Ulster and West Cork opposite sides of the year, but yeah. well supported in both cases. So, mm-hmm. um it would be very interesting to see how, um, how you know, if something would be done because, like, the BRC entry, I think there's only six six crews. Mm-hmm. I think on the BRC doing it at this mm-hmm. point in time and was faded away a little bit. Whereas the obviously are still, while well, some some guys have obviously left the Tarmac Sea now. With the stage for the for the time being, it's still a, it's still there's still more to talk about on the end of it. But I definitely yeah. like the idea to crossover. And it could happen. Yeah, because you, you know, well, well, times your year, I think to be great.
1: I think, you know, West Westcorp 2020, you know, the year of COVID, like that was, you know, was mm. going to be the best rally that it ever was, you know. <laughs> I like think the end of oh, the yeah, year was yeah. going to be no, th- th-
6: wasn't it, 30, know? yeah, 30 or 35 or 40 or five or so something yeah. mental, yeah, it was mm-hmm. really, really good. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you had a couple of works, uh, Protons, everything that year as well in the mix as much as mm-hmm. everything else. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was just a pity that that it went the way it with but that's just the way it is. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, <clears throat> I think it would be nice. It would nice be nice to see a bit of crossover as well because it's we have obviously probably got the stronger class of R fives here, whereas we've got our R twos here, RC fours, whatever we would call them, RC twos. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's also um. Like a lot of good Irish drivers are, are you know, younger a drivers, a, drivers. are you know, the as well, yeah. so it, it's, you know, to be nice to get a bit, of, you know, that they could do some riding on the home shores, a bit For more sure. of it as well. You know, mm-hmm. it would be, it would be nice to see that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's yeah, looking looking forward to see. I think it should be a very, very good event anyway. You know. Uh, yeah, and the rally's based in
1: Centralised service and then modern tyres there in Uly, like a fantastic facility there as well. Uh, you know, really good. You know, it's comparable to anywhere in the country and beyond. And the stages are, you know, all within twenty minutes or so
6: of of Nury as well, which right, yeah, is yeah. fantastic. For yeah, the,
1: exactly. The, for
6: spectators as well. Yeah, exactly. They, you know, it, it should be it should be, yeah, they're, they're quite accessible. So it's, and that's good. I'm that's, I'm hoping to get up there myself anyway, and looking forward to getting out on them. I think Shinbridge is the only one I've pre prior experience of being on. Um, but they're all, they're all classics in all like you have Steve Lou, you have Banbush North, you have Shinbridge, you have Troll Ditches, and you have Mount Pleasant, so they're all they're all, they're all well-established, Ulster stages, circuit stages in some cases as well, back in the day, so they'll be, um, yeah, it'll it'll be an interesting one, it'll be a tough one, Um, it, it'll be, might only be 10 stages, but there's plenty of work in those 10 stages, yeah. mileage-wise. No yeah, have out, out of them 10 stages will have, no They've on a rally, won't
1: they? Like, it'll not be a, yeah, not be a short, yeah. short blast, it'll be, tough, tough
6: work, you know, so. It will, yeah, exactly, so um yeah, and I suppose you just, if you we skip on into the, the, the modified end of it, I suppose, you know, there's some really, really strong drivers in there as well, I mean, mm. you look at two toners, Damien and um, Marty, who was just down the road, but pretty local event for them. I think was it, this, this a different discipline last year. Actually, Damien had the accident when he was yep. flying in I fifth place. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason Black, obviously close enough as well. Mm-hmm. Camillus, um, Camillus has been top team in this rally more often than most. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's always been there, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he's. And he's, he's a He knows how to get to
1: the end as well, too,
6: doesn't he? You know, so yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah, have um, you have our new my uh, champion uh, McAvoy, uh, World Sports Champion uh, Eddie Doherty I had and he's pulled in, he's, actually, he's uh, skirts, I mean has he yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah well gone. I suppose the work had been done now he's done all
5: yeah. the <laughs> he break now <laughs> <with> the station <laughs> he's, a, he's a long
6: year of rallying yeah, yeah. but it would have been interesting to see how he would He'd have gone actually there because that would have be, been I think a relatively new rally for him to do yeah. but um. yeah but he's had an excellent year and fine drive for um, Cork again so congratulations mm-hmm. to him yeah and obviously we'll have a t- look at the historics I suppose Uh Again, congratulations to Duncan Williams and Guy Weaver as well, because you know they had an excellent drive in Cork the last day. And you know, Trevor Wilson was just a sensational actually. And the I know <laughs> he might have only inherited the lead on the last stage with the accident, but absolutely incredible to watch. I mean, I've seen him trying to Porsche around, but Join the escort from mm-hmm. something else altogether, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, he locally up to the event you know, he'd certainly be somebody that I'd say that would be hard stopped, yes. I mm-hmm. think in terms of what all is now. But now, as I said, there's, there's some good drivers there. Like Davy Armstrong is there as well. Andy Johnson, Andrew Bush. All these guys are all pretty local. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah mm-hmm. exactly. They, they they know what. You know what's going on there, you know, so, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And then the junior Kendrick has down to the wire as well too,
6: isn't it? As well too, so. Yeah, two guys that probably couldn't be much further from home, I'd say now at this stage, but, <laughs> um, yeah, Robbie O'Hanlon and Ocean Joyce and then you have Dara Dunham and Michael White, so, yeah, Dara's been probably the quicker one over the year, but, was, uh, robbie been very, very consistent, you know, so, again, it's like that, it's going to, I mean, I think it's winner takes so all, really, uh, Dara's two points behind, I think, you know, he's taken maximum points more often, but I think Donegal was was damaging to him because the car he'd probably put the car towards the end of the first stage and never got a clean one on last, but had been very quick on the cork and Kerry rallies itself. Um but like it is it was a good entry, I actually I was stressed. I can not find my entry list on it now, but there's still a couple of guys in there as well that you know, Ben McIntyre was also tarmac registered as well. So I don't he can win the title, I think, but he's he you know, he's like, he up could, to he he it. Like, two pass, and he, pass, he could decide pass, where it goes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he could decide where it goes as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 been it's it's good that, that's you know there's a couple of guys going into the last round still in it well, because some some of yours there just been well done and dust by this stage. But mm-hmm. it's nice to see that the 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 battle is still there. I think it's Dara's last year as a junior, so I suppose he really wanted to be pushing to. I'm not sure what Robbie's situation is, but I know this yeah. is Dara's last year, so yeah. this is the, what he wants to to try and win. You know, but, so be interesting to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, exactly. So. And I think they are get to all six stages on Saturday, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think, I think, I think, so I exactly. think that's when they're coming in, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm.
1: okay. Yeah, well, Kevin, I think, you know, we're, we're really looking forward to the weekend, hopefully the weather's kind mm-hmm. and we'll get a fair fight on the stages.
6: Yeah, yeah, so just to see how how, how it goes now, plan to try and get a couple of stages myself anyway and see what happens, but as I said, Friday will be a shake-up day. weather is said promised pretty bad, so it's it's who wants to. I, I, maybe I, I said I probably said it wrong ago when I go and it's won one and lost on the first day. It won't be one on the first day. It'll definitely be lost if somebody yeah. gets it wrong because you know you won't have a, you won't have the time to pull anything back, any anything major back, you know. So you'll have to. It's just I suppose it's just measuring it and staying within reach and just be tactical about it as much as anyone can be. I suppose it was our weight and very streaming weight, which it sounds again like it is going to be. Then there will be on wet tires, and there's no one probably, you know, going to go too deep. I'd imagine mm-hmm. um, the problem is the changing conditions. If we've seen before, yes. that's just car twenty and, and stuff like that, where it suddenly pours out to be dry, that's not going to be an issue. it could be wet from the off, but it looks at it on Friday. Mm-hmm. So everyone's going to be on wet. So I don't know if there will be huge gambling or if there's scope for much gambling in terms of tires on that situation. They may not be able to. So it could be for Saturday morning when things dry up. This is that's where guys will start making that, the move. Being like making,
1: being in the tire choice or you know, so you know, that's being. Uh, thanks to Kevin there. Um, uh, very informative as always. Uh, I also got a chance to catch up with Trevor Olson and Paul Mahon. Uh, a revelation in the historic championship this year. two Two ones so far, and secured second in the championship as well too. So a great, great return to rallying there for Trevor. And you know, uh, the home stages this weekend. Uh, I think they'll do really well. So yeah, uh, keeping an eye on their times over the weekend. But no point in me telling you all about it. We'll hear from the two boys. Trevor, fantastic result last weekend in Cork. Um, historic one, two in the first year back in the you know in the fall time again. You have to be over the moon the way the year's gone for you so far. Ah, uh, yeah, without a doubt. Like we'd, we'd never,
9: we certainly would have took that start of the year. You know, uh, to get to get the win the circuit was special, and then to come to Cork and as our speed has built over the year, and what well, we're at, well, we're in the hunt most of the time. In Cork, to be fair, and uh, like there was only about thirty seconds, I think, separating the top four, so it was good. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good to get the win, and uh, it was it was a hard win. Uh, it was humming tongue the whole time, but uh, and yes, we had a bit of luck on probably the last stage, but. To finish first your first must
1: finish so yes uh-huh. i you know we, we know how cruel running can be sometimes and you have probably been on the receiving end of that as well and as you say to get to get the one you have to finish
9: without a doubt you know it, it, it's it's not easy like you know and as i say you do need that wee bit of luck and uh yeah luck was on our side this time we've had bad luck through the year so uh we'll take it that's for sure for sure
1: and Paul like from your point of view Trevor mentioned there you know the speed's been building all year like this has been a a joint project from you know the two sides to the car like there's been a lot of work and it's not just you know turn up in the rally weekend and go for it there's a lot of work goes on behind the scenes
8: yeah I suppose going back to this time last year I got a call one Saturday morning about four weeks before the Ulster um to see where to go and uh I didn't have to think too much about it. Um said, Yeah, I would love to get back going again. Um, I'd been out of the seat for a while and um the opportunity to sit in a Porsche was too good to turn down. Um and I suppose from we had a great run. Um I suppose both of us were never starting off. Um Kiara was new, uh I was new to Trevor, he was new to me. Um but it felt good. And from that, I suppose we had a good run in the Ulster last year and then we've just built it up as the year has went on. And um, the speed out there, it, it's quick, you know. Uh, people think, you know, you're racing the Starks, but uh, it, it, it's a big pace. And I suppose in every event, you know, you have new competitors bringing you on and they're raising the game. And it's had me raise our game as well.
1: Yeah, because, that, that, you know, the historic championship this year in particular has been top class. You know, it like, you know, could be four or five guys. And come the end of the stage, it, it could be five, ten seconds separating them and like that must be fantastic to be involved in
8: that yeah I know at the end uh I can't remember which stage it was in court, but um there was three of us separated by half a second you know and that's that's tight peg and Thomas um Michael and us and uh to be mixed up in that competition it's good fun
1: that's for sure that's for sure and you know you know the guys coming over from Wales and no, all they love the rally in here and especially the historic rallying, there seems to be that special vibe Trevor, like, what, what
9: for you makes it so special? I mean, just it's the, the competition, you know, and the, like when the helmet goes on, there's no friends, as you know. But w- when when you come out of the stage, there's a bit of crack, there's a bit of fun, there's a bit of banter, there's a, you know, there's a bit of crack of service. It's there's 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 there's, there's no pressure off, but but on the stage, of the competition is fierce, like you know, and. Nobody'll give you an inch, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, definitely as Paul says, they, the 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 speed they, they do bring you the, the Welsh guys and English guys like to come over and, and fur balls to them, like the they come over and there's they go hard. They do go hard. I think that was the biggest shock we got, you know, the the, the pace of just the the top that like anybody in the top five can basically win. Yeah.
1: you know, on a on given day, you know, and it, it's very good, I have to say. Oh, yeah, and as like you say, nobody gives you an answer on the stages, but in service or between stages, you know, they would give you almost the wheels off their car if they thought it would help you.
9: Absolutely, you know, and as I say, there's great camaraderie between everybody, you know, and there's, it, it, it's, I enjoy it, there's, there's, it's, it's just, it's great to get away down, away from work and, uh, you have fierce competition but a bit of crack at the same time you know <laughs>
1: and like Paul you know we mentioned at the start of the year like what was the aspirations at the start of the year was it to get onto that you know like uh, event one in pace or was it was it fun or was it mixture of both
8: to be honest Kevin um after Ulster last year you know we we're buzzed up yeah and we said we'll go to Killarney start and um we hadn't really any aspirations at that point to really do a full championship, and we didn't know what we're doing. We said we're taking a rally by rally, and I suppose we're sitting in the hotel room after doing the recce. Um, at that stage, we logged on, we registered for the championship, and uh, we took it from there. And I suppose it was round by round. Um, I suppose we went to Galway after that and had a what a good result, even though we weren't in the star class. Um, but from that, when you the pace was starting to come and, you know, the feeling was getting good as well. And I suppose you aspire to be, you know, to race the competition um, and that's what you want to do. And it takes a bit of time to get it built up to that. And if you had said at the start, you know, at the start of the year that you would have had a win in the circuit, you know, at any point in the year. And, you know, being in the hunt during the rallies, you know, we definitely would have talk it because we didn't know really where we we're going to be.
1: That's for sure. And like Trevor, then you know, like the, the the Porsche was such an iconic car on the stages, you know, and the, the sound and the noise. But did you feel you needed to go to down the, the BDG route to you know get to the you know take the final step to compete with these guys, or what was the thought process behind that? Well, uh, n- not not really. I I, I always had the, the BDG
9: in the in the garage. To be honest, I, I just had that car, I'd, I'd had her probably twelve probably twelve months. So I was sitting away, uh, I had the Porsche, really enjoyed the Porsche. And then I had an engine problem in Killarney, which sort of forced my hand, I suppose. And uh, I was hoping to get to the end of the year before it needed rebuild for the, the Porsche engine. So I sent it away. Obviously, stuff's hard enough to get for it. Stuff had to come from America, blah, blah. And I said, right, we'll pull the escort out. And we went. we got the escort out there and went to uh, Donegal." And uh, to tell you the truth, it surprised me, you know, uh, I was actually more nervous than when I was in the previous I did have an escort years ago and uh, it, it, it all come back very quickly, to be honest. And uh, it, it, it was a very good tour uh, to start with. So it was it wasn't. It, it wasn't hard to get into, yes. that's for sure, you know, uh, I, I have to say I enjoyed Donegal. It, it, it's a rude, it's 32 odd years from when I was in it before, you know, rallying, and uh, it, it just, just clicked, to be mm-hmm. honest, and
7: yeah.
9: away we went, and it, it seemed to work okay.
7: Yeah,
1: like that's probably the one really good thing about the historics. Like, there's no huge advantage to be gained by having a car that, that you know, there's no bells wasn't really, you can add, to make them outperform other guys in the class. If you have a good expert you have a good expert for sure yeah like they're, they're <clears> all basically <throat> them they you know you have your jdf
9: gearbox bdg like a good set of tires on her and basically away you go <laughs> <laughs> you, know? <laughs> uh, you know obviously there's setup and bits and bobs they got there but it's no different than anything else but no it's a the cars are all pretty similar that's mm-hmm. that's the great thing about it you know yes the porsche was very different but uh, we're shooting, we're going on to the hang of the escort very quickly, to be honest. And
1: enjoy driving. It, I have to say, now
8: mm-hmm.
9: it's uh, it's a great good job.
1: Yeah, and like Paul, you know, looking forward now to the Oscar coming up now this weekend. There's still the possibility of a strong result in, in the championship. You know, Duncan Williams is claimed the overall title and all that, but there's still you know places up for grabs there yet. So job still to be finished.
8: Yeah, job still to do, and um, I suppose job to do at home. Um, the Ulsters are our home event uh, and we're looking forward to it. I know we points pints and a half and with the championship and that it just would a um be a wee bit different this weekend. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to having a good go at that.
1: Yeah, and like, you know, within points and a half, it makes the thing a bit more complicated. It's not over till it's over, like it's no, you know, it's it's not even just a straightforward normal rally. You just have to go I suppose as hard as you can for as long as you can.
8: Yeah, and particularly with our star Rallying, what we have found this year, um I know the last stage in Donegal, um, like Duncan's um, car started boil in the start line. um, We went in in front of him. Our car stopped in the middle of the stage uh, with an electrical issue. Um, we had our drama last weekend in Cork as well. And definitely you have to be there at the end in these rallies. Um, and I suppose they're so long as well um, that you have to be there at the end.
1: That's for sure. And like Trevor, you know, like from your point of view, like, you know, the Ulster mark your first full year kind of thing since your return. Are you getting the, the buzz you were getting all those years again? Is it all flooding back to you? Oh, absolutely. Probably far worse, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're living the dream at the minute here. So <laughs> no, we're,
9: we're, no, I'd say uh, the buzz is just the same. There's no, it there, doesn't matter how old you are if, if you are. If you can get in and drive it, it's it's, it's good fun. I have to say.
1: Yeah,
9: yeah. and I, to be honest with you, I was just saying to Paul, you know, I think I'm actually driving harder now than I did 30 years ago. <laughs> the pace, like the the, the, the the pace, was the biggest shock I got. You know, yes. uh, and the and obviously technology and tires and all play a huge part in that. Like, but uh, it's 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 fast out there. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. very very good now. I have to say, but yes, the buzz is every bit as good if not better for sure for
1: sure. and, and paul like, you know from your point of view like dick and casey and a lot of the other guys there behind you know the running of this championship they're promoting it like to such a, a high scale like getting to run first in the road there in cork and you know like it's there's always something about it on social media like would you encourage others to get come and get involved in the championship as well
8: yeah definitely um dagnan has put a lot of work into it um like you know there's great fun side all this you know um and there's great camaraderie out of the car um you know we all get out there's good crack at the start of the stages and service you know everybody's trying to help each other out and people think yeah and they're hearing that but that's really happening and that's going on and it's good to be part of that you know when if you have problems or you want to know something you know you ask one of the other guys or girls um and you know they're happy to help you out but in fairness um Kevin O'Riordan and Cork done a fantastic job. Um he had a lot of work to do, hard work to do behind the scenes and we feel, you know, from a competitor point of view, um it really really worked. Um to get all the stages um across the two days um was fantastic. I know he had an issue on Sunday morning with a setup of bales, but that wasn't his fault. It wasn't a a problem with any historic, you know, although there were vibes out there that that stage was because of us, but it wasn't. Um, Surely there was the the drama and the incident at the end. Um, Unfortunately, that marred it from his point of view but mm-hmm. you know we're there to compete as well and um, there's been a lot of rallies this year where we have been stuck at the back and we have missed stages but it was really really super to, to be run at the front of the field it was, there was a great buzz on it um, and you know to be running first you know it, it's it's a great opportunity for us and it's a great opportunity I think, for spectators as well to see um the array of cars as well
1: that's for sure. That's for sure. And, like, you know, Trevor, from your point of view, to get running first in the road, like, to showcase what, how good historic rallying is, you know, unfortunately, you know, with Run at the, the tail end of the field, a lot of the spectators have moved on, they're going into service, they're going to the next stage. For them to see how quick guys go, you know, and it may encourage them to, you know, to be there that wee bit earlier, next time to see guys, and that'll save a lot of, you know, movement on, you know, roads and one thing or it keeps it keeps the rally more compact. Maybe it might be oh, a yeah, way of describing
9: it. Absolutely, you know. It, I I think it actually worked very well. You know, obviously we are a wee bit past now, but look at we've been at the back of the field, as you say, we're sort of the forgotten rally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the photographers are <coughs> half the photographers are gone. Uh, the, you you get very little media about uh, Killian. Mm-hmm. and uh, them been at the end of the stages but it's very difficult even for them to be waiting to you know and uh but to be running at the front uh we like we had clear roads yeah. like and and that, that for us is rare you know the spectators were waving us on from the top of the banks and they I, like the vibes i'm getting from everybody like the spectators really really enjoyed it yeah. and then and then obviously they have the r5 cars coming uh, right behind us like so yeah. and I, but, we all we are all going to lose stages, and it's, it's it's the nature of the game. And uh, it it was just nice for us for a change to basically get a full rally, mm-hmm. you know. Like in Donegal, I think we done fourteen stages and we lost five, you know. So it's it's a third of the rally gone, you know. Mm-hmm. That that we didn't get doing. So
4: yes.
9: it, it's look, it, it's it's one of them arguments. You're never going to win, and everybody's going to have an opinion. So yeah. But from yeah. your
1: point of view, you just were delighted the way it worked out, and uh, you know, you no complaints. Like, you know, some people are saying, Oh, you had no markings in the road, then they followed, and on, but they, in some ways, that's probably a good thing that you sort the, of the guinea pigs out there. Almost thing, right? <laughs> well, now, in the second run, I can tell you, you see plenty of markings, <laughs> a
7: whole
9: lot of markings where you shouldn't be seeing markings, <laughs> but no, no, there's you, you look at you, 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 you 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 get into the seat, you, you listen to your notes, you get on the stage, and uh, you forget about all that, and uh, you drive your you drive your own rally. I don't pass much of Marks and Martin's and stuff like that. I I drive my own rally, and that's just the way it is, you know. Yeah,
1: and then Paul again weekend as we mentioned earlier there the Ulster home event for you is the Bovis as well too. Like, does that any extra pressure, or is it just you know drive it the same as any other
8: event? No, I think we just go and we drive it the same as any other event, you know. Very much we do our own thing. Um, you know, we've a good te- with a small team, we have a good team around us. Um and we just go out and we enjoy it. And that's the main thing. You know, we're getting a break from work, um, we'll put the preparation in beforehand and you have to enjoy it. And that's what we've been doing all year. So we'll just try and continue to do that, albeit um we'll be able to stay at home.
2: So Kevin, before we go, just a mention of the Marfelton District Motor Club's Dava Rally is coming up on the 27th, and uh, you had a chance to catch up with Crawford Henderson to talk about the rally. Yeah, like you know, it's a
1: club event for club, you know, you know, Crawford goes into great detail about that there. And you know, much emphasize that that. Um, it's going to be a fascinating event, and I'm sure we'll talk more about it next week before the event. But without further ado, I think we'll hear from Crawford. I'm delighted now to be joined by Crawford Henderson. Crawford, we thought we'd get you on to talk about the the Dava Rally coming up, not this weekend,
7: but the following weekend. Marifelt Motor Club once again producing a, a top class event. Well, it, it, it's what we're trying to do is run a clubman's event and get back to clubman's rallying and uh, or the man that's actually mostly involved in it, Mickey Doyle, uh, has put a lot of work into it, a serious amount of work into it, and we've been. First and foremost, it must be a Clubman's event. Um, that is what we have decided to do. They're brilliant stages. I was over them last week. Um, they're about seven and a half miles each. So we'll do two two seven and a halves, change them, and do two more seven and a halves. Uh, so it gives us about 30 miles altogether, but we want it to be very relaxed we wanted to be safe, obviously, mm-hmm. but we wanted to be very relaxed. And people come out for day's fun, and it has to be fun. Mm-hmm. And that's there's been no pressure on anybody. That's the way we want to keep it. Yeah. A total clubman's rally.
1: Yeah, because you know like we said before, you know, Marfleet Motor Club as an event, you know, they organise events. You know, the the people organising the event are competitors, and they're organising for other competitors. They know what they want. They know what they you know what the competitors looking for, and they provide that. We've seen it at Turin, We've seen it in Dava last year. You know, a good fun day, but you know, as
7: you say, a safe day, but an enjoyable day for everybody involved. Yeah, Um we want people to go to the stage and then be serious. Yes. <laughs> Whenever they come out of the stage, just have a day's fun, yeah. and uh, we don't want to. We've taken it very seriously. Obviously, I mean, there's a lot of work goes in to organising the Dava Forest. Because it's full of people walking, it's full of people on, on bicycles, it's packed every Sunday. And um, we've put a lot of work into it. John Goddard, Mickey Doyle put a lot of work into it to make sure that it's safe, mm-hmm. because we don't want to come across anybody. And we've we have covered every base to make sure it's safe for everybody. But uh, hopefully it'll be an enjoyable day. Yeah. 10 o'clock in the morning, so um, it's a sensible start time and a sensible finish time.
1: Yeah, and they, obviously, you know, there's a lot of people then, you know, behind the scenes making this happen, you know, you talked about, you know, the walkers and the, the bike guys and all them. you know, for them to give up their day for, you know, for us rally people to go in and have a day's fun, you know, you have to tip their hat to them as well.
7: Well, I, we certainly do, because no one objected to it whatsoever, everybody says, yep, yeah, that's okay. And... Uh, there's been no issues at all. There's been no issues from the council. Uh, in fact, they have been very helpful. Uh, and no issues from the forestry people at all. Everybody seems to be happy enough that it goes ahead. Excellent. And, Excellent. And and we need their support. That's for sure. You know, And you
1: talked about, you know, good quality stages. Like, you know, four stages, uh, you know, 30 miles, approximately 40 kilometers. Like that and that a forestry rally is top class.
7: Well, I think it's what the I think it's what the competitors want. They want to come out, do about thirty miles or so, and get home again, and be home at a sensible hour, and uh, enjoy their day. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. We don't want to be putting pressure on anybody. We want to we want people to come out and have a different attitude. This is not Donegal International. This is not Corker Killarney. This is this is a clubman's event. For clubmen, mm-hmm. and, and that it must stay like that. Yeah, because
1: you know, there are you know, there's too many events take themselves too seriously, and this is like this is you know, for somebody that maybe doesn't you know get a chance to get in because you know we see in a lot of events there's reserve lists and one thing or another. This is the event that's embracing everybody. Maybe somebody that wants to try gravel, they maybe they do a lot of tarmac and maybe want to try a gravel rally to see what it's like. You're
7: so
3: them along as well.
7: Well, we want everybody and. And I'm I'm a bit surprised, actually, because I thought there'd be more guys in Toyota Corollas and Sunbeams and Peugeot 205s and 206s and things like that. Uh, I thought there'd be more people that have cars like that would say, look, I'll come out on Sunday and and have a go at this. Maybe Mm -hmm. their first time at a rally, maybe their first time at a forest rally. Uh, But... If there's not, there's not. And I mean we have a range of cars, from mm-hmm. Mitsubishi Evos to R five cars to BMWs to all sorts of things. Yes. Everything's there. Uh, you know, I it's
1: not it's not even just a big like, escort rally fest. As you say, there's a good mix of errors in there as well, which is always fantastic to see. And like one of the um, you know, in my opinion, like my uh, wife, like von Patrick O'Brien, who's competing in the ERC and the like, he's done around to the WRC, he, like He's still there supporting a, a local club to him. He's from just outside Oma. He's making the, the, the drive up and he'll be spectacular to watch, no doubt about it.
7: Well, we, we, we're, we're kind of hoping that local people will say, look, you know what, I quite enjoy that. That's just 10 miles from my house, 20 miles from my house. I'll come up and do that and, and have a good fun day out. And some people are taking out uh, co-drivers that maybe haven't co-driven much before and it's a a thank you day for some people Mm -hmm. and uh i know two or three actually that have done that and it's it's a it's a day where people can maybe take their sponsor out Mm -hmm. for a day out and let them see what it's like to sit in a rally car i think and to get of everything
1: Hi, because like we know how good that is you know we know the atmosphere inside a rally car we know the buzz of it you know to to share that with your, your sponsor or your good friend I think that's,
7: that's what makes these days special. Well, it does. And if you think back to the days of Lurgan Park, mm-hmm. the number of people that took sponsors out on that and guest co-drivers and things, mm-hmm. uh, and that's good. I think mm-hmm. that's good. I think it's a good thing to do. Yeah. And it, it, it rewards people and helps people. And it lets people see what it's like to sit in a rally car mm-hmm. that maybe have never done it before. Yeah.
1: That's for uh, sure. It's, uh, you know, as you mentioned there, Lurgan Park, you know, we think of like Pamela Ballantyne, you know, different people, you know, from T V presenters, you know, newsreaders to sponsors to like um uh, what call him? Philip Greenley took uh, one of the Mrs.
7: Brown boys a few years ago, you know, things like that. And as you say that opens it up to a whole new audience. Yes. And I mean, uh, I've now forgotten his name out of dare the singer. Um goodness me, I've forgotten his name. I can't believe that <laughs> he was there one year and uh, I mean, there's been all sorts of people doing that. And that's what we want to see.
1: Mm-hmm. And we
7: don't want to put pressure on those people either. I mean, somebody's sponsor maybe doesn't want to get uh, uh, come into a time control at the wrong time. <laughs> we'll not get too much involved in that. No,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know if they want the people wants to come and put an entry in, where do they go about is it rally score well they they, they
7: they go online to rally score and I mean I'm just looking live here now with 35 entries we will we were not expecting 40 50 60 entries uh-huh. we we knew there'd be between 30 40 45 entries mm-hmm. so there's another week to go yet so we're, we're happy enough with that we weren't we don't even want 60 70 entries. Yeah. It's too complicated and too big then. And, 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 and as I keep saying, it's a clubman's event. And um, I remember doing rallies for, over 40 years ago, and there was 20 entries, yeah. and nobody mentioned it. Yeah. Nobody ever talked about it. Yeah. It was just 20 entries, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're happy with 35 or 40 entries.
1: Yeah, and the the stages are based
7: in Dava. Where's the service area at, Crawford? The service area is up in a a, a massive industrial estate in Cookstown, Kilcrona, I think is the pronunciation. Uh, Kilcrona Business Park. And, I mean, it is absolutely ginormous. We could service 200 cars (laughs) in the service area, so there's plenty of room and plenty of facilities. There's a cafe in the service area, and it will be open from 7 in the morning. So everybody will get fed and, and all the facilities is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a service area in Draperstown last year. It was a bit cramped mm-hmm. and we had to look for another one. So we had to go to Cookstown this year. Yeah. Not easy getting service areas. No, because you know the it,
1: it, we, you need good surface, you need, you know, a large scale area as well too. So then you know, the areas are getting harder and harder to come by now, isn't it?
7: Well, they're very, very difficult. And we have discovered that um, in, in the Tour of the Sperms, you know, you need a proper service area and you need proper good access into it and out of it. And I, <laughs> I don't want to go back over to you, but I'll thank Charlie Donnelly again for what he did for us, the Tour of the it was It was life-saving for us and uh, it was well worth it. For very sure, well, yeah, because sure. yeah, like, everybody talked about the
1: terrorist appearance this year. You know, it was a fantastic event. You know, the competitors were made very welcome, and uh, you know, the stages were first class. And then, as you talked about, the service area was exceptional. You know, for you know, for a, a round of the national, uh, the Northern Ireland Championship, it was as good as anywhere you get in the country.
7: Oh, I mean, it was, there's no doubt about that. And if <laughs> we were lucky enough, and nobody knows yet what's going to happen next year, but um. If we were lucky enough to get a road closing order for next year, now at this moment in time, we don't have no. one. But if a motorbike race failed to run or something happened, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, But if a motorbike race failed to, to take place, we're ready to run again. So no. we, we have all in place again for another one. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. But that may happen and it may not. No, that's a, that's but we're ready. Yeah, for a And then, you
1: know, before we finish up, I suppose, like, you know, for any competitor out there thinking, will I give it a go, will I not? You encourage them to get onto rally score and get their entry in?
7: Absolutely. You'll be very welcome. I don't care who you are, what you are, what car you're in. Uh, I just don't care. Nobody cares. (laughs) Just all we want you to do is enjoy yourself and have a good, fun day out. And I would hope that all our marshals and timekeepers, If your co-driver wasn't that au fait with all this, Mm -hmm. then they would help you out. So don't worry about it. Just come along, have a good day's fun and have a safe day. That's that's all we're looking for.
2: Well, thanks very much,
1: There Crawford. Uh fantastic as always. Uh what can we say? Um can you please like, share, rate, subscribe, all those things. You keep doing it and keep doing what you're doing, it's gratefully appreciated and also if there's anything you'd like to see featured on the podcast please drop us uh, an email at crunchinggears at yahoo.com or find us on either twitter or facebook or any of those things you know just search in or type in crunching gears and you'll find us there um so until the next time take care speak soon and bye <laughs>